It's too noisy. I just can't focus. I keep getting distracted. I can't sit there for that long. Meditation. My commitment to myself for 2022 was to learn to meditate properly. In today's episode, I will discuss the science, my journey into meditation, and why it's so important to me today. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, Certified Nutritionist, Veteran Law Enforcement Officer, and 24-7 Shift Worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate Shift Workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of Shift Work, but thrive. My goal is to empower Shift Workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's show. And it's why all the buzz around meditation. So for years, I've watched Fitzbos, mindset coaches, all talking all about the benefits of journaling, gratitude, and meditation for life in this incredibly busy 2022. And everybody, I want you to sit up and pay attention to this today because Honestly, over the last four weeks, learning properly about meditation has literally changed my life. Now, I put a story up on my Instagram asking if people had a meditation practice, and I was actually, well, probably not really surprised that only 8% replied that they do. And I then asked if people don't, why don't they? And I got a flood of answers back. It's just too noisy in my head. Oh no, I just can't focus. My thoughts interrupt me all the time. And it is for this very reason that you need a meditation practice. Now, over the last four weeks, I have been attending meditation school. And Hannah, my instructor, was absolutely exceptional. Now, Hannah went through and explained what I never understood about meditation from the very, very beginning. And in a classroom environment with just a group of 14 people, I sat there and I learned all about the evidence behind meditation, the science behind it. Now, Hannah is a psychologist and has just recently completed her PhD, and she's a certified medita- uh, meditation instructor as well. And she, boy, oh boy, really knew how to go about educating people on the wonderful art of meditation and what it brings you. Now, there's two quotes that Hannah taught us during the last four weeks that I will literally never forget. And number one is, the practice is in the return. And shortly, you'll understand what I mean by this particular quote. Now, the other one is, when you go back to all the noise and all the, you know, everything that goes on in your head and you can't concentrate... The bottom line is, Hannah taught us that if you can't find five minutes to meditate, then you need 20 minutes. Let that sink in. And if you can't find 20 minutes, what you need is an hour. It's really, really very interesting. Because if you can't find five minutes to meditate, that honestly means you do need 20 minutes. Cheeky, I know, but that's the bottom line. If your brain is so busy and you are so busy that you can't spend five minutes meditating, 
to just quieten your mind, then you need to spend 20 minutes to give yourself five minutes of peace. So I want you to keep those quotes in mind. First of all, let's define what is meditation. Because we all have images of some Buddha or someone sitting there, people with long hair, dreadlocks, all sitting in the forest, ran um, in a circle, holding hands, singing Kumbaya, and, and that's meditation. But meditation is actually defined as the habitual process of training your mind to focus and redirect your thoughts. Think of that, I'll repeat it. The habitual process of training your mind to focus and redirect your thoughts. Now, meditation is very popular and I wanted to learn why. Now, I've watched Melissa, my partner, meditate for years and I've always... In admiration, I've watched her with her practice and what she does, and she's always spoken about what she gets out of it. So good old Rog, I've gone and sat there, faced the wall, closed the eyes, and I've just gone, yeah, see, I can't do this. I've got voices in my head. I've got so much going on. I challenge anybody to have a a brain that is as busy as mine going nonstop 100 million miles an hour. When a course was advertised in my local area and it was a four-week course, I jumped at the opportunity somehow knowing that it was something that I needed. Now meditation increases the awareness of yourself and it increases the awareness of your surroundings. That's also very, very important because in today's day and age, we literally have zero awareness of ourselves. We talk about ourselves all the time. I'm stressed. I'm tired. I'm too busy. But we don't think about the awareness of ourselves in relation to where we are in life and what we're actually doing. We also don't actually have any awareness at all of our surroundings. Go into a cafe and sit at a cafe on your own and don't pick up your mobile phone. Have a look around at the cafe and have a look at the people that are in the cafe that are all sitting there. As a family, the kids are on the iPads, mum and dad are on the phone. There's not a communication between them. That is not being aware of your surroundings. The waiter comes to take your order. You've got to go, oh, sorry, sorry. And then you go to have a look at your order. You've then got to go through that. We are not aware of even who is in the cafe. We haven't got a clue. We haven't got a clue of the food. We sit there, the food's delivered, we slam the food down, we don't even have any mindful practice around our eating. And this is 2022. This is the society that we are living in today. Now, meditation reduces stress and it certainly helps you to develop concentration. Now, People develop a practice to develop beneficial feelings and habits, such as positive moods and outlooks, self-discipline, and, you ready, a healthy sleep pattern. So what does the evidence say around meditation? Well, number one, meditation is known to reduce stress. This is the most common people, the reason why people meditate and why everyone in our such busy lives today should be setting up a meditation practice. Now, one review concluded that meditation lives up to its reputation for stress reduction. Normally, mental and physical stress cause increases the levels of the stress hormone, which is cortisol. This produces many of the harmful effects of stress, such as the release of inflammatory chemicals called cytokines. These these effects will disrupt sleep. 
they promote depression and anxiety. They increase blood pressure and continue to fatigue and cloud thinking. In an eight-week study, a meditation style called mindfulness meditation reduced the inflammation response caused by stress. This is just by sitting in the quiet for a short period of time. It actually reduced an inflammation response. Furthermore, research has also shown that the meditation may also improve symptoms of stress-related conditions, which include, wait for it, irritable bowel syndrome, PTSD, and fibromyalgia. All right? So that's just their stress. So just checking in with ourselves. I'll get to the next. Stress controls anxiety. Meditation may reduce stress levels, which translate to less anxiety. Anxiety brings on stress, no doubt about it. A meta-analysis, which is the highest level of um, uh, research, included nearly 1,300 adults, found that in meditation, it may decrease anxiety. Notably, this effect was strongest in those with the highest levels of anxiety. Also, one study found that eight weeks of mindfulness meditation helped reduce anxiety symptoms in people with a generalized anxiety disorder. There's so much research around meditation controlling anxiety, and I won't bore you with all the details, but suffice to say, meditation reduces anxiety. Meditation also promotes emotional health. Some forms of meditation can lead to your improved self-image and a more positive outlook on life. And this is personally what I have found myself. For example, there's one review of treatments given to more than 3,500 adults that found that mindfulness meditation improved the symptoms of depression. By completely rewiring your brain and helping you to, instead of dwelling on negative thoughts but promoting positive thoughts through meditation you literally change your brain through neuroplasticity and the way that you're actually thinking about things and this is a really important reason to get yourself involved in a depression depression enhances self-awareness it can lengthen your attention span and it will improve sleep now i have evidence to prove that this is in fact the case anecdotal evidence on myself. I wear an aura ring and the aura ring, since I started this meditation course four weeks ago, my biomarkers have improved out of sight. I have a 10 minute practice before I go to bed and the biomarkers have improved enormously, not just a little bit, but quite significantly. Now, nearly half of our population struggle with insomnia at some point in their life. Now, studies compared mindfulness-based meditation programs and found that people who meditated stayed asleep longer and had improved insomnia severity compared with those that had an unmedicated control condition. Becoming skilled in meditation may help you control or redirect the racing or runaway thoughts that will often lead to insomnia. Now, who's woken up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden their mind's racing with, I wonder if bees have knees. I wonder if a fly flies. How long does a fly live for? Do mice communicate with each other? Like, seriously, all these thoughts that go through our mind. Have penguins got knees? Really? 
think about it, we get a lot of those thoughts. Meditation absolutely helps you to refocus and focus on mindful awareness and stops those thoughts. Additionally, you can also relax your body, releasing tension and placing you in a peaceful state in which you're more likely to fall asleep. If you wake up in the middle of the night, doing a body scan meditation can really help you to sleep. The massive benefit of meditation is that you can do it anywhere. You can practice any different form of meditation and you don't need any equipment and you don't need any space for it. You can do it walking, you can do it sitting, you can do it at home, you can do it in a break room at the office, you can literally do meditation anywhere and you literally, this is the misunderstanding for a lot of people, you can literally practice in just a few minutes every single day. Now, if your regular work and home environment doesn't allow for you to consistently have quite alone time, consider going and learning a practice in a meditation school. Look for one that's local and learn it properly from the very basics right the way through all of the different styles of meditation for you to learn the best possible way that suits you. This can also improve your chances of success and you'll have a supporting community around you as well and you'll get to hear what other people found with their experiences around it and that is what I really really enjoyed because some things that I thought oh that's a bit weird that that happens to me other people would say that and you go oh there's a nod it's actually quite good another good thing to do is just to set your alarm and get up just a few minutes early in the morning and practice just stilling your mind in the morning to start off with before you go me personally I like to meditate literally just before I go to sleep or go to bed. I find this enormously beneficial for the reasons that I'll explain shortly. Now, the best thing to do is if you want to start meditating is to try choosing a form of meditation based on what you want to get out of it for yourself. And this is where going to a meditation school over a period of time can actually help you to find what type of meditation you need to help you to get out of it what you need, whether it's body positivity, whether it's a healthier mindset, whether it's to quieten your mind, reduce stress. There's millions of different types of meditations that you can do. Now, there's two major styles of meditation. There's focused attention meditation and there's open monitoring meditation. I'll just very briefly go through each one. Now, the focused attention meditation is a style that's concentrated by attention on a single object, a thought, a sound, or a visualization. Generally, when people start out meditating and they're learning focused attention meditation, they focused on the breath. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. And just feel the breath going in and out. And that is enough. It emphasizes ridding your mind of distractions. Meditation can focus on breathing. It can focus on a mantra or literally just a calming sound. So having a meditation music on. Now, this is excellent for stress relief as it brings your focus back to the present and not the actual noise that's going on in your head. 
Now, five steps to a focused meditation. And this one is my personal favorite. I'll just go through this very quickly just to explain to you. So starting a practice involves just a few steps that will come more and more easily with time. Remember the first time you went to the gym, you weren't sure where to go, what to do, how to go about it. But over time, you've learned what you do and where. You've also learned that you started off with one kilo weights, then went to twos, then threes, fours, fives, sevens and a halves, and tens. And your progressive overload. The same happens with meditation. You literally only need five minutes a day to start off with. Five minutes is not long. Now, what I personally do is I use a meditation playlist on Spotify and I set the timer for 10 minutes. It might take me a few minutes to go into it, And then I start the meditation and I just keep on focusing on that meditation until the music just stops. Because trust me, it goes really, really quickly when you learn about the return. Now, what you need to do is you find a quiet place where you won't be interrupted and you're not distracted by noise. Now, this sort of session can really be practiced anywhere at any time, whether you're at home, whether you're sitting in your bed or whether you're at the office at work. You can literally do that, but the key is to practice your focused meditation in an environment at the time that is calm. Choose a target for your focus. Me personally, I focus on the breath. I find the breath is the best way, breathe in, breathe out. It's something that we have to do anyway. So by focusing on the breath, moving it in and out, I find it excellent. And this is always a really good entry point to start any meditation practice. Another thing that's important is to get into a comfortable position, but sit upright, straight spine, and imagine a string is pulling your head up out through the crown. That's the best thing. If you're sitting in a chair, don't slump back in the chair, sit at the front of the chair, right on the edge, right, and just relax into it. Now, relax your body, loosen your shoulders, and breathe in from your belly. Not shallow breathing, breathe in from your belly. And feel that because you want to fully relax, but you don't want to fall asleep. Hello, Rog. If you're listening, Melissa, I know. Turn your attention to your breath. Just feel it going in. Feel it going out. Feel it cooling in your nostrils. Breathe in and out through your nose. Not through your mouth, through your nose. We should always be breathing in and out through our nose. It's super important. Keep focusing on that. Now, this is where it becomes important because it is perfectly natural for your mind to wander and for you to go off and start thinking about, oh my God, I didn't get sugar today or I need coffee, um, I've got to get coffee for the morning or I need milk or, or, oh my God, I didn't do the washing or I've mixed the colors or I've done this. It's perfectly natural for that to happen. But what you do is you observe that thought And then you come back and focus on your breathing. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And focus on that. And when the next thought comes along, observe it and say, no, I've got to come back to the breathing. Breathe in and breathe out. Now, I know this is easy to say, and it's only a very short podcast, but that is literally how meditation works. And it quietens your mind. The thought comes, the thought goes. And over time, You are literally, the way Hannah explained it to us was literally this. 
that as you're walking through a field, you literally are cutting a, 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 there's a path that is not even there and you are creating the path. And that's what it's like when you start meditation. And you keep going. And in a week's time, you can almost see the path. And in a month's time, you can clearly see the path. And in two months' time, it's almost a proper walking track. And in two years' time, it's been bituminized and there's cars driving on it and it's a road. And that is literally the progressive overload of a meditation. And it's really, really important that you stick with the practice to understand that you are training your mind and this is what you're doing. So don't beat yourself up when those thoughts come and you've got to come back to the, um, to the breath. Congratulate yourself because you observe that and bring it back. Nothing wrong with that. Five minutes is all it takes. Try it. Now, the other one that you can do is open monitoring meditation. Now, this style encourages a broadened awareness of the aspects of your environment, either a trained thought or a sense of smell. It may even include you becoming aware of suppressed thoughts, feelings, or impulses. So this can be a little bit You've got to be a little bit careful of this if you're a person that's suffering from something like PTSD, all right? Now, this is also known as a mindful meditation. Eating is a really, really good open monitoring meditation technique. By putting food in front of you and sitting down and looking at the food, looking at the color of the food, smelling the food, where did the food come from? I wonder who picked it. I wonder how it got from the farm to the warehouse i wonder how it was frozen or how it was done i wonder who did this i wonder who did that look at it smell it feel the sensations in your body eat the food chew it what does it taste like how many chews did you have to do i've done so many chews i've then swallowed the food think about all of that that is what's known as open monitoring meditation and this is what we call a mindful practice and when people are eating and we teach people mindful practice in their reading put your phone away put the tv away sit there look at your food and have an open monitoring meditation while you're doing it i'm not talking about closing your eyes and saying om while you're reading it's not about that it is literally about being present with your food and having a look at it all right let's move on from that and how meditation can help you with sleep When you meditate, a variety of physiological changes occur. Now, these changes initiate sleep by influencing specific processes in your body. Now, this is why, this is the very reason why I have a meditation practice before I go to sleep. Because meditation will increase, it puts you into such a relaxed state by your breathing. It also improves the control of your autonomic nervous system and puts you back into a parasympathetic state, right? And then it increases melatonin, which is our sleep hormone. It increases serotonin, which is our precursor to melatonin. It reduces our heart rate. It decreases our blood pressure. And it activates parts of our brain that actually control the sleep. Now, this actually activates your body to go into a sleep stage. So if you can practice this for five minutes, and I do 10 minutes before I go to bed, You'd be amazed at how quickly you go to bed with such a calm mind and you go to sleep. So let's go to the five basic, uh, the, sorry, the basic steps of meditation to wrap this up. So literally, all you have to do is find a quiet area and sit or lie down, all right? Preferably sit with a straight spine. Remember how I said before. 
Right, now, if you're going to bed, lying down is preferable, but be mindful you don't want to fall asleep with it, all right? Because that's not a meditation. That's just going to sleep. Now, close your eyes and breathe in and breathe out very deliberately but very slowly in and out through your nose and focus on the breath. Focus on the breathing. Focus on breathing in. Focus on breathing out. Now, as you're doing that, I guarantee to you a thought will pop into your mind and you'll start thinking about little Johnny and what you've got to get ready for him for book week next week. That's okay. Let that thought go and come back into your breathing and focus on the breath work. And then when you get your next thought, well done for acknowledging that you've got the wonders and you're thinking about something. Go back and start focusing again on your breathing. And it is literally that simple. Do it with a bit of music on. Some people like guided meditation. I've tried guided. It doesn't work for me. It's too difficult. But I just find that it's much easier for me to let the thoughts come, deal with the thoughts, observe the thought, let the thought go, focus again on the breathing. All right. So the bottom line is meditation is something that everyone can do, which will definitely improve their mental and your emotional health. You can do it anywhere. You don't need any special equipment. You don't need a gym membership. You don't have to go anywhere to do it. You can just do it at home. Or if you struggle with that and you want to set yourself up, it's like when you first go to the gym getting a PT to start off with until you learn the movements. Go to a meditation course and learn to meditate properly. And you'll be around a support group which will help you as well. Now, there's a great variety of different ways of going about it. Some ways that we did in class, I did not relate to in any way whatsoever. But some people did. I didn't. There was ways that I really, really related to that other people did not. And that's the beauty of it. We are all individuals. So trying out a style of meditation suited to your goals is a great way to improve your quality of life, even if you only have a few minutes to do it every day. Start with five, let it run, and run with that, and watch the difference that that makes. And that's meditation for you. I hope you got something out of that. I can promise you, in good news, I've actually spoken to Hannah, my um, teacher, and she's going to come onto the podcast as a guest, and she's going to explain to us all of the evidence, like no one else can explain it, just explain to you about the benefit of, of meditation, and then... She's also, as a special treat for us as well, and I'll release it as a bonus episode, she's going to record us a 10-minute meditation as well, which will be guided, which you'll be able to come back to any time. And trust me, Hannah's brilliant. She's really, really good at it, and I loved it. It was so good. Anyway, that's meditation, and I hope that you got something out of that episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.